Hi, I'm Jimmy Anti. And I'm Dagan Michelle. And, and Dagan, Dagan and, Dagan Jimmy, and Jimmy, are Jimmy are in, in the, the green room. room. <laughs> you, Dagan and Jimmy are in the green room. I really hope you never get that perfect. I hope that I get it perfect. And speaking of perfect, uh, we are still talking about uh, our first times in drag right, and so, talking about so drag. So not perfect and, at all, actually. Yeah, not perfect. Like Speaking of not perfect, right, uh, right. first time in drag. Well, you didn't want to say it originally, but... Let's talk about your first time in drag. Let's unpack okay, let's your unpack. first time in drag. <laughs> let's unpack that trauma. There's a lot to unpack <laughs> There's there. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, okay, so I, first of all, didn't even really know what drag was when I was a child. Right. I was like kind of a sheltered kid. Um, so most of us are right. Well, you know, that Christian upbringing. So I didn't really know. I didn't have a concept of drag. Although I remember as a kid, I have this repressed memory that has come back to me when I was a child. I remember being in my childhood living room, flipping channels on the TV, stopping on was this in Florida? The judging... No, I was in Missouri at this okay, time. Okay. So we were in Springfield. Okay. Um, and I was like elementary school age, probably like maybe older elementary school, like fourth or fifth grade. Cool. So I was like flipping the channel and I get what now I know was Drag Race yeah. was on the TV and I was watching. Oh, it was like the judging portion. Yeah. And I remember they were all lined up and I was yeah. just like, I didn't really know what to think. But I remember staring at it, and then yeah. I remember thinking, oop, I need to flip the channel when I heard right. my parent coming in. For some reason, I got involved when I was in high school in listening to Ross Matthews' podcast. Yeah. He announced that he was going to be a host on Drag Race. Yeah. And I remember people had been talking about it on Tumblr, and so on I had Tumblr. seen the gifts. Miss Tumblr. Um, and so I was like, okay. I'm going to watch Drag Race. I've seen the gifts. I've seen people talking about it, and now... My number one diva, Ross Matthews, right. is a judge on the show. And this was when, was this, this been when he like, first started This was judging? season seven. This was 2015. Because, you know, my first memory of Ross Matthews was What's on the up? Jay Leno show. But I don't remember how I came clued into Ross Matthews. Yeah. I really don't remember what it was that made me start listening. I was a media savvy 14 year old like i listened to podcasts and ross matthews had a podcast and um i had just come out as gay right and it was a gay topic and i was like work i love this yeah queer man i was gonna say the f slur but i was like should i not so then i started watching drag race yeah and i was obsessed with drag race like through high school yeah um I started like I started watching season seven that first episode and the girls that come in like let me give you like a refresher on the girls that came in oh, yeah. on RuPaul's Drag Race season seven we had Pearl we had Violet yeah. we had Miss Fame we had yeah. Max Kennedy Davenport we had Ginger Minge we had Sasha Bell <laughs> we had Jane Dior Fierce but like truly. Right. Um, and Tempest Du Jour, the oldest drag queen of all time, if, if you're asking Candy. Second to RuPaul. Um, right. Oldest. But no, like, see, it's, it was so iconic, and everyone had a very specific concept right. of their girl. Because, I mean, honestly, really, they cast a lot of, like, the same, like, skinny white twink. But oh, as a skinny sure. <laughs> white twink who was still figuring themselves out, yeah. seeing a menu of a bunch of people who were just like you, but so slightly different. It was really inspiring to be like, 
I okay. want to do this. It's just, it, first of all, it's yeah. an expression of femininity, but also it's like a character study. And yeah. Max was not a campy drag. Pearl wasn't like like they had subtle for drag. They had subtle makeup and like as like a Tumblr, you know, I had a well, superiority girl, Pearl complex. Didn't have some, yeah, like Pearl I thought didn't I was have subtle makeup. Well, right, but to my eyes, to my right. eyes as a fifteen year old, I was like my heart. Oh, I'm going to wear no makeup. I'm going to be... Well, and... Well, right. And then when I went to the so drugstore and I spent, you know, I was... Baby, I worked at Dairy Queen, so, oh, so let's not get crazy. She had a little bit of money. I had a little bit of money, but I bought, you know, I bought a foundation and I bought like a CoverGirl. And this is not current CoverGirl. This is CoverGirl 2015 quality. Oh, yeah. So lower. Drugstore makeup was different. And the... Um, 2010s and before. It's way better now. Oh, yeah. But like eyeshadow... What eyeshadow from the drugstore in that era was <laughs> dust, nothing. I feel like the only eyeshadow then that was like even remotely okay was Wet n Wild. But I didn't know. I didn't know anything. Right. I didn't know anything. So I had a couple makeup products. I ordered a wig off of Depop before Depop was that girl because Period. I was I was that cool girl on Tumblr who knew what the fuck I was doing and I'm better than everybody. Right. Like that was, you know, you know, that type of teenager vibe. That was me. So you spent like twice the price on a used wig. Girl, you know, someone had already cut the lace on this. Someone, some diva had used this. They were like photo shoot. Pre-plucked lace cut. But not, but not. (laughs) I I still have the wig. I, I fucked it up because I obviously like experimented different things on it. And I would always be like so frustrated. I'm like, why is it not giving track? And like, meanwhile, my eyebrows weren't covered. I wasn't doing drag. I was like in my bedroom and then I'd put like a denim jacket on and I'd be like, oh, I'm Lana. I'm an edgy, right. I'm Lana Del Rey. Right. And my soft girl. But right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't. I was like really into speech and debate. Yeah. And there was one weekend that I, I couldn't do it. It was like a, a tournaments were always Fridays and Saturdays, and so like I oh, yeah. I got school off on Friday, but on Saturday I woke up and I was like, I'm not doing this. And so yeah. I called in sick, and I just watched movies. Oh, Rebel. Uh huh. Right. Right. And I watched a Miss Fame makeup tutorial while I watched a bunch of movies on Netflix. Those were. Literally so good. I um, remember those. So, well, first I looked nothing like Miss Fame. I don't know how I got. What I looked like, like from oh my God, the Miss Fame makeup tutorial. A, a pencil that she just sharpened that's blue to cut a crease. Right, and, and I'm using I'm using my it. mom's brown eyeliner pencil that Literally. I stole from her, Literally. and it's like it's not a, it's a brow liner. Well, it's, yeah, it's currently 2016 or whatever, and my choke. mom bought it in 2004 right. and has barely used it. It's like brown, but it turns green when you put it on. You're like, what the fuck? Right. Or like it applies like it's really dry. Yeah. Like, and it's just like bad. And like then a an bad orange product. shimmery bronzer. Uh, someone who has no idea how to put makeup on working with a product, it's like really hard to work with. Right. The, but the, I put... You're just pretend. It's I one put, of those products you're pretending to put yeah, on. Yeah. I covered my brows. I did the whole thing. And for the first time ever... I skipped this debate tournament. I pretended to be sick and I put a lot of time into like doing drag makeup and I looked like a drag queen. Oh, I thought I was the one. I didn't have any clothes to wear. I took this, <laughs> I took this, um, faux fur blanket moment. It was literally oh, a blanket, a throw blanket. Word. I wrapped it around my shoulders. It's giving loosey goosey. I tied a little, I tied a bandana around my neck. I had that wig on that was like, that I bought from Depop or whatever. Way, Depopiana. way, way paid for. And I made an Instagram account. 
period. Yeah. So that is your... That's my... That's what you would consider your first time in drag. My village origin story. Your villain origin story. Origel. So knowing you, I would say, would you agree that like season seven does kind of, you kind of like stumbling on that would kind of attribute to you starting drag? Okay. Well, partially. Yeah. So seasons like- And then this character you made up in debate, Jimmy Anti. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which led to you- Becoming who you are. Yes. So, so season seven, so season seven definitely like inspired me as like a way to approach drag and with like, um, cause you really love max. You draw inspiration from her. Love max was my favorite. I wanted her to win. Um, yes. And violet and violet. Well, skinny waist. Yes. Love violet. But like, but yeah, a lot of the girls on season seven, Really inspired me. I watched all the... I went back, and before season seven was, was over, I had watched seasons one yes. through six before the finale. I caught season up very quickly. Season one is my favorite. Was obsessed. Season one is amazing. It's a completely different <laughs> TV show. It's literally a different Lid. TV it's show. It's like a parody of Drag Race. Um, it's like a parody of Top Model. Yes. So good. Very And still, season seven really was the one that, like, like did it for me. Yeah. Um, and so, meanwhile, I'm in high school. My, my outlet is speech and debate. Yeah. And baby... I slayed it. Yeah. Like I was a trophy winner. I was a, you did show choir. My yeah. school didn't have show choir and I, I wasn't, I'm not really a singer. So I don't know that I would have done show choir, but I did, right. I did the debate events because like I am that girl, but also like my bread and butter was the theater individual performer doing a 10 minute performance, doing all the characters. Yeah. That was what I did. Yeah. I remember watching videos of Bob the Drag Queen doing yes. mixes. Yeah. And Bob's mixes where he would mix like all these different like TV shows and music and movies and and he'd put them all into it was a like mix. a live meme. Yes. And it was it was very similar to how in Speech and Debate there was an event called Program of Oral Interp, which is where you Ooh, cut together. How different, much does that cost? Um well <laughs> I'll let you know. You put together like different pieces of literature, like you could put together newspaper articles with books, with yeah. poems, and you would perform that like cutting of all those different yeah. pieces together. And so Bob's performances really reminded me of like what I was doing at school and creatively got me interested. Also, when I was in elementary school, I thought I was going to be a fashion designer. So that's, that's right. like me. That's like... I feel I'm like gay, a lot, gay, gay. a lot of queens and kings, uh-huh. and theys and gays. We all. It's like we start with something, but then are led to the performance aspect. And you know, the thing is, is yeah. like some of us have the look and aren't great performers. Well, some I, of us are great performers and don't have the look. Yeah. I think that's what like drag like for anyone who does drag though. Like, like that's not a read. And then. I had some friends who were cool queers and they had some friends who were in this cool indie drag show downtown, not at a gay venue, but at like the punk venue. Yeah. And this is uh, Halloween 2017. Yeah. How old were you? I had just turned 18. Okay. Had you graduated? I was, no, I was a senior in high school and this is before I had done drag. And I see Get Dusted. And I think it was a Get Dusted like birthday show. Like uh-huh. it was like the two years of Get Dusted or something. Yeah. And there was a cake and someone had to, was, they called someone on stage to shove the cake in their face. Of course. And it was, I, 
was the loudest twink in the front row screaming. Oh, yeah. So I um, got the cake shoved in my face. How was the cake? Um, I may be conflating, like, I went to a couple Get Dusted's before I did drag. Yeah. So I may be, like, in my mind combining a few of them. But... Do you remember how the cake tasted? No, but I remember Lux helped me clean the cake off of my face in the bathroom. With her mouth. Um, she probably did eat some, honestly knowing her. Yeah. Honestly knowing her, she probably licked some off my face. Oh, yeah. Also, I remember Daya was the first drag queen that I had ever met because my friends that were bringing me to the show uh-huh. were her friends, and so they introduced nice. us at the beginning of the show, and she had this big, like, fruit basket on her head. Of course she um, did. She was so tall. She was already, she's already so tall, and then she had this huge fruit basket headpiece Daya moment. Santiago. Get Dusted was a crazy experience because... I had I had been watching Drag Race season ten I I think was airing so Aquaria yeah. was on, um, so I had like <laughs> I still she was on but she wasn't in Springfield. No, Aquaria never showed up to Springfield. Never. Um, famously, uh, if you're not aware, if you're not from Springfield, Missouri, back in the day, Aquaria had this had a show booked during oh, season yeah. ten, and it got. It got delayed. Like three times. And, yeah, and then it got delayed again, and then it was delayed again. And, and it got canceled, and, and then it then got rescheduled, the day of, and it got canceled. Like, my friends and I, we were making, we, like, made outfits. Oh, yeah. To go wear, our, like, our custom fashions. Yeah. At the Aquarius show. So we were making them the day of. We yeah. literally started the morning of. And before we were finished, Aquaria announced that she was canceling for the third time. So Aquaria, we're still salty about that. It was fine. I made um, a lot of money in that show. I I got so many I there. was the drunkest I'd ever been, and I was oh oh oh. It was from pineapple. You really were. You weren't even like speaking words. No, I was, and I've never been that drunk since. I didn't black out, but um, because I'm not I'm not a huge drinker, and so like any like I just did I just did too much. I had too much pineapple New Amsterdam. You drank an entire bottle. Though. I did not drink an entire bottle. Half everyone, a bottle. Everyone had been taking shots. I did have quite a bit. Wasn't it, like, in the car and you, like, went out there and go, 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 go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before that, I started at Get Dusted. I did yeah. the, like, Masquerade show. Yes. Do you remember that one? Yes. Chaotic. I wore an outfit from a friend who was in the fashion program at MSU, yeah. and they made me a matching mask for this, like, dress that was, like, already, like, the crown jewel yes. of their collection. So, like, I thought I – this was my first night – um, not my first time in drag. I had done a photo shoot. I had done that time yeah. for Instagram, yeah. but this was like my first show that I was in yeah. because Lux and Daya had saw my Instagram. They hit me up and they invited me over. They helped me get booked. I get dusted. Yeah. I got ready at Lux's apartment. The yes. one, the MSU one. Yes. Let's scare you. That bathroom that we got ready in. Do you remember? Yes. Like the Cody Airspun that was just like permanently everywhere in that bathroom. Like the, all of the drugstore makeup that was everywhere, that sink that was constantly clogged. Do you remember that? (laughs) But, and then we would all get ready there. There'd be like six of us getting ready there. And like, I would be, I would have, I would have brought all of my makeup from my. I got ready at home. Oh yeah. You, this, you were not often with us here. Um, it was like me, Daya, Lux, 
sometimes um, Lucy would be with us. That explains why y'all look the way you did. Well, because there listen, were I sat you. in the hallway hunched over like this with all my makeup. I getting I, ready thrown in a like shoebox, a shitty palette mirror that's cracked. Pro- probably like um, no light. Um, Anastasia Beverly backlit. Hills Modern Renaissance. Shut the fuck. From, no, not even backlit. The the hallway light is on, so I'm sitting right under the hallway light. And if I want good light, I look all the way up at the ceiling, so the light is shining directly on my that face. Is so scary. Well, look at if you saw the pictures of me, you'd see how scary it really was. Oh, I don't even have to look. No, to know. the eyebrows. The f- eyebrows for the first time. Are they archived? I was using I was Sharpie. using liquid eyeliner <laughs> to draw on my eyebrows when I Bitch, first started. I used liquid eyeliner to draw on my brows when I was like fifteen. For anybody who's not, I shaved my brows and used liquid liner. For anyone who's not familiar with like makeup products, using black liquid liner to draw on your eyebrows that like so scary like first of all when you're not very experienced with makeup just freehand raw dog just freehand, yeah just like new to makeup freehand broad that is like you're a new artist i would you, rather use and a sharpie. you need to doodle with like a pencil like the assignment is to doodle with the pencil and you just fucking go in with like an ink pen with a torch yeah yeah hard to control anyway the eyebrows were crazy and then like my face would be always be gray because I would like have to, I'd try to cut the eyebrow and it was black. Yeah. So I'd be cutting the black eyebrow yeah. and then I'd like try to blend it out and then that like kind of gray out everything yeah. and it just get pulled out. And so I'd be really gray a lot because I was like, I've always had the vision for who I am. Maybe never the, not always the technical skills, yeah. but just like who the girl, who Jimmy is, who the girl is, what she looks like, what she likes to wear. The general concept has always been there. So, like, right. I've, I've had all, you know, the black eyebrows and the black hair. Like, who was Jimmy and who is Jimmy now? The vision that I'm reaching towards has stayed the same. Right. I've just gotten a lot closer. Yeah. And I have better skills now. I mean, like, my come up was completely different than a lot of people's. Yes. You know? I mean, drag just looked very different in the yeah. last half of the 2010s than it did in, like, the first oh, half of definitely. the 2010s. I looked... I looked yeah, completely I mean, different yeah. than what like your quote unquote like baby drag photos were. Yeah, you know? and everyone I yeah. mean we all kind of looked similar because we were all buying the same things from Amazon. Yes. Yeah, I was coming up in the age when like Amazon wasn't a thing. Yes. Oh, they have a hundred pack of hot glue sticks for literally $10 oh, were you a hot glue girl? Okay, you never really learned how to sew until more recently. I mean And you still just learned the basics. I definitely would I would like thrift things and kind of like, I definitely used a hot glue gun in the past hot just to kind of like, some bitches would fully hot glue would look together, like the seams. I've done it. No, yep, I would just I've like, I would just like add to things. Embellish. Like, yeah, I would like make textures and like tear things like textiles and denim yeah. and stones and lace and all kinds of shit and make like sleeves or i don't know also that was a thing like half sewing half hot gluing Uh that was like that was well there was a the trick is to not make it look hot glued right but get get dusted was monthly yes and you were always expected to wear something new but it had a theme and people actually would like dress up like you wouldn't see people downtown like dressed up for parties no, everyone was in like polos and fucking cargo shorts. It wasn't really all queer people. There were lots of, lots of straight people who were part of like the Get Dusted family of like people who came. Right, with their little porn store wigs and chokers yes, and ball gags. But that's and... what was so fun about it is it was a community experience, yes. like a local community experience yeah. where it was definitely a queer event. 
Yeah. Other people were welcome yeah. and were very respectful yeah. in a queer space. Literally the best tippers and the best crowd members were community members who weren't necessarily in the queer community, but they just fucking like, they love to get dusted drag. Well, that also like yeah. speaks to you and your experience being like in high school and going out to a place like that, like a party like that and finding a place in a community. You were new in it, you know, you're yeah. like, which well, is cool. Me, like it was different for me. Like we've talked about like, you necessarily weren't like bullied in high school. Mm-hmm. A lot. I think it's cool to see like the difference in experience and just like, yeah, your come up in it with the acceptance from your peers. Yeah, like like I even remember baby, I was so busted, I can't believe they did this to me. But they there was like an article about me in the school like news magazine. Like hyping you up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just like talking yeah. about like me and what I was doing and like the students who made the story were it was just because it was interesting and like yeah. there was really no like negative subtext about like, Hey, there's this senior who's a drag queen. Oh, yeah. It was just like, Hey, this is cool. It'd be like, Hey, there's this senior who like plays the bass. Oh, like it was like that. Yeah. Um, and so it was, this I definitely, senior can that was 20 Oreos in her mouth. Very I mean. that I felt maybe not like embraced, yeah. but definitely accepted. Yeah. But um, then Definitely um, a spectacle, though. Yeah. Definitely talked about. Definitely right. in people knew who I was yeah. just because. That's when your celebrity began to shine. Well, just like if you're in Springfield and you're queer and you're like if you're outspoken about your Missouri identity, yeah, you kind of queer. you kind of are like notable. You're a notable person. You're put on a pedestal because everyone's fucking gawking at. Yeah, you. and that yeah. that can be. For good reasons and or bad reasons. Totally. I was in high school. I, I started doing Get Dusted. Um, whether I got booked or not, maybe I went to every Get Dusted oh, until yeah. COVID shut that shit down. Yeah. All kinds of drag were there. There were newbies. There were, you know, old school performers who had been performing in Springfield. Or People came from literally all over people came from all over from other states we got to work with really cool people like uh brooke candy you got to work with cupcake dorian electra dorian electra little debbie little debbie day burger that was the first show that i did was with day burger tammy brown she was so sweet Layla tammy McQueen. brown Layla McQueen, pearl we love pearl charlie xcx <laughs> yeah we're just gonna start adding britney to spears list. how is Big this Dipper. happening in springfield missouri like, the whole scene was just really on fire for a second. Like dusted it to RuPaul's Drag Race sickening. pipeline. Well, and yes, but also beyond that, just, like, the way that it fired up drag in Springfield and, yeah. like, really... Empowered so many people it, to it, do drag. It, and do drag in a different way than it, than yeah. it had ever been done in Springfield Like you, before. like, I think, yeah, it, like, shines a light on people, like, hey, you're busted and you can do drag, too. <laughs> right. Right, if you look just yeah. like me. The pandemic happens, right? Yes. People get on TV, people move away, yes. shows end, get dusted yes, over, and then there's still like this weird Springfield where like people yeah. moved away, but we have to like figure it out. And I'm like over college. How long at this point had you been in college? Like how long had you been in school? So COVID happened when I was a yeah, sophomore, hitting, so I had been in school like yes. a year and a half. And so by the time we like start doing shows, I've been in school like two 
two and a half years. Yes. And this is now 20, it's coming on 2020. Yeah. Yeah. 2021. We start, we start doing shows again. So I'm like, let's make it happen. Like we've got, let's, these spaces, we used to do dragon. Let's make new shows happen here. We made a bunch of shows happen. We did a drag brunch. Yeah. And truly nothing was ever get dusted. Nothing was never. That was a moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been 80 years. It's been 80 years. And then I graduated and we were all, I mean, you, me, and my partner, Hunter, our other roommate. All our friends are leaving Springfield. Let's get out of here. They are. So they that's did. why that's why we ended up coming here to Chicago. Yes. So that's my that's kind of my drag story from high school. Your village or village story. Or story. So high school to get dusted, to producing shows in Springfield, to getting the fuck out of Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> so and being in Chicago here we are now. and being a not, beep, we're not beep, saying beep, 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 beep. All right. Uh, wow. It was so great talking to you. Thank you for joining me on <laughs> my you, podcast. So fucking fake. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. Wait, let's talk about these outfits. You are giving me, um, golden girl, very You're that. giving me yeah, like, Michelle Nylon. Like like retiring to Florida in the early nineties. Very, very that. Um she's got her house slippers on. She's uh-huh. comfy. Uh-huh. But still the house slippers and the costume pearls. Yes. Mothballs intact. Uh-huh. She is tucked. She is tightened. She is plucked. All she pink. Is pulled. All pink. And the AB My colors are blushing. The A B bracelet. The A B bracelet and ring. And arguably the nails. Give a B, like they aren't color a B, story. but yeah, like it kind of gives an right. A B color story. The, they cost, the costume jewelry, yes. Period. Is your tattoo a B? No. Your three thirty three. No. It kind of gives a B though. The skin tag is a B. Skin tag <laughs> work, work, and I've got my um, Miss Thing, Miss Thing rhinestone top on. Her clearance forever twenty one. My clearance forever twenty one. Period. Thing, and I just thought that was amazing. Her, her signature hair with her I little feel, pop of blue right. on the eye. Thank you. Little industrial this vintage baddie. This vintage skirt. She said, "No corset tonight. No corset. No pads. Because no we're bra, sitting no on panties. a podcast. Springfield no to Chicago. No panties. We both look so good. Yeah, Talk thirteen about- going on thirty. Period. <laughs> yeah, you look eighty. Actually, it's go. It's giving like fourteen going on. F- yeah, fifty. You can follow me, um, on the brown line, <laughs> inbound <laughs> towards the loop. Right. Um, <laughs> Tuesday through Saturday. <laughs> Are you good, Diva? Wait. Um, you can follow me at Dagan Michelle. That's D Y K E or D A E G E N M I C H E L L E E. In my <laughs> Dagan Michelle, that's D A E G E N M I C H E L L E. And you can follow me on Instagram at Jimmy Anti, that's J I M M Y A N T I. My username on Twitter is Jimmy the Anti. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week talking about something else. Yeah, that's Jimmy Anti and Dagan Michelle, and this has been. Dagan Dagan and Jimmy Jimmy are in the green green room. room. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. I can't pick this up. Okay, give it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was pathetic.